Welcome to The Wiretap, episode 17. Oh my gosh, it's been a long time. It's been so long. How you doing, Jeff? What's up? I'm good. Yeah, uh, Um. To, to keep everybody up to date, it's been a while since we released an episode. We lost Sam. Sam quit. <laughs> and yeah, so, but we do have Connor. We have Connor, you, Connor. Connor behind the boards. Con man. Con job. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, kind of like the Trump administration revolving door of people behind the scenes. But, uh, Chad, dude, it's been, I think our last episode, let me look it up. It was July 7th. <laughs> it was July 7th. What's happened in the month and a half? Because today is the 21st of, of August. I'm pulling it up. Well, I'm um, pulling like, it up so like in, in, in the six weeks in the interim. Yeah, give me a second. I'm pulling this. Short this up. of, you know, pigs flying, you would not believe the course of American politics in this country. It's yeah. on an international level as well. Should we begin um, at uh, healthcare? Uh, well, you can. Let's. Uh, okay. While, let's while, you, while, while you're looking up uh, the 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 uh, mountain of, of things. Senator John McCain. Okay, so votes all right, no. So here we go. The last four weeks. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. All right. Hold on. All right. Give me a drum roll. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. So in the last four weeks, he fired Steve Bannon. Yep. He fired Ryan Priebus. He hired John Kelly. He hired the Mooch. He fired fire the, the Mooch. mooch. <laughs> yeah. He hires fourth director he publicly shamed attorney general sessions repeal and replace fails shamed gop who voted no tweets transgender military ban but didn't let the military know gets political in boy scout speech makes up boy scout speech leader call makes yeah. up mexican president call thanks putin for expelling americans he grudgingly signs Russian sacred sanctions. Complains about it right after that. Yeah. Condemns, then endorses White House leaks. Later, he says he likes the leaks. Encourages cops to rough up suspects. Publicly shames Mitch McConnell. Embraces floundering immigration plan. Threatens North Korea with nukes. Should we go on? It seems like every decision that goes... Go ahead. Wait, he told Guam that it's going to help with tourism, but Bannon says no military option after Bannon gets fired. He threatens Venezuela. He blames both sides for Charlotte, Charlottesville. That's the biggest news, in my opinion. He announces white supremacists, returns to blaming both sides, says find people at rallies. Should we keep going? No. <laughs> I, I think we are in – I don't think anybody could have foreseen how bad this would get. I think the oh, only we thing – we all knew. I think we all knew that I, it was going to be horrible. But I don't think – okay, so we, you're, we're, we're at the ice cream shop. What if, like, your options are strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate, and you're like, I want uh, Nazis. Like, that's so the like, choice. <laughs> it's like it's the most the thing. obvious thing in the world is to denounce – Nazis. We knew all along that this was going to be the thing. Now, we didn't know specifics. 
Yeah. We didn't know that there were going to be councils that were going to leave. We didn't know that there was going to be uh, that he was going to be siding with Nazis. We didn't know those types of things. We knew that North Korea was going to be a mess and he couldn't be a president. That kind of blankets all of the crap that has gone on just in the last four weeks. But and there's when more. You I mean, there's like, a bigger I, I think what you were looking at, actually, I've, I thought about this, that you're, you're uh, dealing with the limits of what he's willing to do psychologically. He yeah. doesn't like to be told what to do. The He knew all along that whether or not he's he himself is a white supremacist that that's up for de- for debate but he knows that he has bigots in his base and anybody who helps him in supports his white him house. in in his white house yes anybody yeah. any population out there that thinks he's a good guy who's helped him and likes him he cannot view them negatively or say anything negatively about them he operates like a drug addict. Anybody who helps you get your fix is a good person, and anybody who gets in your way is a bad person. So he has far more vitriol for anybody who's a Democrat, any senator, Congress, than he would white supremacists because white supremacists like him. If white supremacists didn't like him, he would be the first one to call them out. And I think it cuts to the core of his being. You, well, we say it was this is very, not normal. He's not normal. He doesn't operate well, like normal blatant. human beings. The way he called, look, white supremacist pulls off domestic terrorism, kills um, someone who was protesting. He sees something else. Three days later, someone in Spain from ISIS does the same thing. He denounces that. The other thing he can't denounce. He's never even yeah. He never even mentioned that the the there's a white supremacist oh, I, that ran into somebody, and he it was the domestic act of domestic terrorism. You can't call, call it, it anything else. Yeah, because no, to call to, to 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 actually call it terrorism means that white people can be terrorists. Yeah, and that no, doesn't fit into the paradigm. It doesn't definitely doesn't fit into the kind of voter. It, it doesn't fit into the kind of person he is. It's such a narrow window of what he's willing to wrap his mind around. See, but I didn't think, I didn't think we were going to have any peace with this president ever. I knew that he was going to be bad from the beginning. I knew that he was going to run things like he runs his crappy hotels in New York and all over. And I knew that he was a joke and that there was never going to be any legitimacy to his presidency. We talked about North Korea, and we talked about the dangers of having Trump as president in North Korea a couple podcasts ago. Yeah, and and, and, and it came to to a bit of a hilt because when North Korea makes its crazy threats, Obama can ignore it and say, oh, okay, they're just doing making their noises again. Trump looks at it as an opportunity to beat his own chest and come unhinged. Fire and, and fury was thought, completely improvised. And I think he thought that I'm going to rally America, and all of a sudden we're going to have bumper stickers, these colors don't run, uh, we're going to have American flags on the window because I'm the patriotic. He's trying everything he can to to like pump up the, the, the citizens of, of this country, but he does it in a way that an eighth grader running for school president is we're going to have better lunches 
we're going to have you can make um, all these promises longer that recess you can't, like, like those you, are all it's got to be more specific you've so, got to be a better leader so you always have to go back to like well how's that wall coming along if you went to the mexican border and dropped a brick you would do more to construct the wall than trump has so far there's i don't even know if has, they're even focused on no no it's, it's it's completely because okay so trade openness if you're low on trade openness high on trade conscientiousness these are the big five uh personality traits you tend to vote republican you tend to be more conservative so you have sort of an aversion to you like borders you like things categorized and you're conscientious so you have a you know a, a commitment to society so the people that voted him in, like he was just appealing to their senses, but he had no intention of delivering on those, especially if there was going to be some resistance to it. Right. He is the poster boy for poor leadership. You right. You can say anything else about his uh, – he was the poster boy for poor leadership before the Charlottesville thing. But the Charlottesville thing has, has brought something really ugly into – view in that he's a straight-up bigot and you can kind of hide it underneath the the red power tie i think that's true but he's an opportunist as well but the opportunities suck the opportunities to increase that's his whole life (laughs) the opportunity could be to increase your approval rating and he will plummet his own approval rating because the easy thing is to denounce nazis but he's psychologically incapable of doing so he will only do so when instructed to and forced to and he doesn't like to be forced to do anything because he's a child yeah yeah and, and it's funny because the the still he's still at 36 percent, and he's not gonna he, he hasn't dipped below that he, he no, must, I don't think, what's I the think theoretical low is 30 percent the theoretical low 30 theoretically 36 percent is his low right now no but and, i thought there was a theoretical low for for any president like no one's ever gotten oh, below a certain uh, no i i think i think bush one did mm-hmm. and i think carter might have but it took him way right. longer <laughs> exactly in the first seven months of your presidency you're at these levels is not good and uh but he still has a base that supports him and he still has a base of people, and they're not racist. Some of them, some I guess, them are, you could yeah, say sure. the ones who do support are racist, but you know they're not. But at the think, very, but you know, you have to say this. Like maybe they're not racist, but they will tolerate racism. Exactly, and, and that no, that, that alone, we'll talk. that alone, you you can impact. And I think they're in denial over that because they haven't been educated into why they support it. They automatically are saying, well, I support him, but I don't support what happened. But they're also trying to find other things. So they'll say, oh, well, what about Antifa that came out to this thing? Or what about this? Or what about that? We're not the ones who started the fight. If you're making excuses. Bad guys on all sides. So, so, (laughs) yes, Antifa is anti-fascist. Okay, so if you're against Antifa, what does that mean? Does that mean that you're pro-fascist? Does that mean that you uh, so if you're and, and so there's a actually communist streak to some some uh, some 
parts of Antifa. I, I got to study it more. In fact, I want to bring a guest on who might be an expert on, 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 on one of our episodes coming up. So uh, there's a communist streak. And I always learn that um, there's, when you talk about the left wing and the right wing, people think that you're looking at a linear plane when really you're looking at a circle. At the top of the circle are the moderates. As you go further left, you have Democrat, liberal, far liberal. And then when you get to the bottom of, on that counterclockwise mo movement, you get to communism. And then, uh, so say you start back at 12, then you go clockwise and you get, you know, Republican, right wing, conservative. Then you keep going and you're into libertarianism. And then you get straight in, into straight fascism, far right uh, nationalism, white supremacy. And that's why communism and fascism, fascism leads to the same results, which are the murder and the genocide of many people, maybe your own, maybe, maybe another people. So you can't, you can look at Stalin's communist reign and what Hitler did in, during the second world war as being oddly similar, although they seem like they're, they're, they're apart from each other. The farthest thing you get from that is the moderates. And, and, and there is no, there's no excuse for saying nice things about people who support white supremacy. No, absolutely not. No. Um, but we're in a... So I'm talking about the congressmen here. Where do they stand? Will they grow a spine in this case? Well, Paul Ryan was on CNN today. He came out and said, oh, that was absolutely awful and blah, blah, blah. But he won't and mention then, Trump's name. Well, they said, they said you didn't mention it. And he said, well, I just said it was really bad. No. So they skirt <laughs> around the issue. And yeah. especially Paul Ryan... Now, if you watch Paul Ryan during his town hall on CNN, he could take a two-sentence two uh, answer and turn it into 30 minutes. Because and he's trying to waste time. Exactly. It was just pathetic. It was the worst. So we're at this situation. I mean, look, all of this stuff has gone down in, the, in this month, and we don't even know where Russia is with this whole thing. We don't know where Mueller is with his investigation. Well, that if, was sort if you're of asking up. what R Russia is thinking right now, Russia must be Russia. laughing their asses off no, at what's going on. No, right I, mean, I mean Mueller's investigation. Uh, I know, like, and, we, and, and when, so when that out of it, like, like when that comes to light, when that shakes out, jeez. Well, he got a grand jury, mm -hmm. so we'll see what happens. I don't know. Everything that is going on right now is just chaos. Um, I've been able to sleep a little bit better now that Bannon's gone. I wouldn't say, I mean, I think you need to be cautious about the Bannon thing, but now he, he's unchained. Apparently he's ready to get his weapons out again and, yeah. and, and fight. That's all, for, but you know what? Trump. Here's the thing. Before, before the elections, Breitbart was kind of a, a thorn in the side of, uh, you know, people that didn't really, weren't really familiar with it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, whether it was, uh, you know, conservatives, moderate conservatives, or uh, Democrats. You know, the masses didn't really, they weren't really familiar with Breitbart. Mm -hmm. After the election, people are more aware. And I think... And they know what it represents. It's going to go... Right. And I think he thinks he's going to go back, and he's going to cause chaos. And I don't think the people are going to get as riled up as they were before. Uh, you know, like Alex Jones. He's becoming more and more of a joke than he is being legitimate. Did you see 
him the other day when he was in Seattle walking around. Did you see that clip? Yeah, the coffee. <laughs> that, that was, was a completely, completely yeah. staged. Totally staged. And they have the proof that it was an actor. Yeah. He's grasping because he's losing his base. There, and there are going to be some crazies that buy his snake oil. But at the same point, there are people that are smartened up to it now. And they realize, oh, this guy's kind of a farce. And I think with Steve Bannon, they're going to be doing the, the, the same thing. Now, here's the, here's the interesting thing. Is Sebastian Gorka next? Is Stephen Miller next? Are those two going to leave the White House fairly soon? Uh, let's see. You know, that would be really nice to see those a-holes get out of the White House because they're all a bunch of uh, creepy, uh, racist um, jerks. So, I don't know, for lack of a better term. Did you ever think uh, that you'd experience in your life something like Charlottesville? Yes. Oh, absolutely. They're, this is their last stand. They, their last breath. They're losing. They're trying to hold on for some kind of uh, uh, legitimacy or, or, you know, but they know they're losing and that's why this is happening. And here's the thing. These people that are there were probably majority male. There were a couple women I saw marching, but majority were male. And their... Their lives are getting ruined. Well, and let's talk about their lives before that. Why would someone feel connected to something like that? Because they're empty yeah. and they don't have anything else in their lives. Therefore, they attach themselves to something that feels good, which that well, would feel good to like them. It's more like it gets hate. a reaction. Like when, when, right. you, when you are completely uh, a non-entity on the, on the male dominance hierarchy, if you, you, you cannot, you, you, can, you are basically a nobody. You can start using Nazism to invoke a reaction. That's what happened um, in the uh, punk scene in England. You know, Susie, Susie and the Banshees, late 70s. Okay. If you look at uh, the Sex Pistols on, um, God, they were, they were on like a, a major show. I think it was Grundy on, on British television. One of the guys was wearing a Nazi armband because the parents' generation had fought the Nazis. And you, you can take uh, and Susie Sue from Susie and the Banshees was in that crowd, and she would often like evoke Nazism and, and dress in leather and stuff like that because it evoked a reaction. They distance themselves from that now, mm-hmm, but basically, mm-hmm. you need to call yourself a Nazi if that's your thing. You got to call yourself a Nazi enough for it to kind of ruin your life, and then you grow up and you're like, oh, that's that's not cool. It's and, like a gang mentality. It's like yeah. how people recruit for gangs. They find the people that are don't have any quality upbringing, and they believe the rhetoric that they're spewing, and they make it very appealing. It's the same thing as ISIS. There's no difference. It's people that have nothing going on in their lives. They need to feel some kind of power, and so they go to join these groups. And the KKK and the alt-right are the biggest bunch of losers there are. Well, I we, mean, in you reality, can say that they're literal losers. Confederacy yeah. lost. Okay. The Nazis yeah. lost. The KKK in this country, as a as a political entity, lost. They are literal yeah. losers. And so, why would you in, in in America won, and a new world won, globalization won. 
Right. But you're always going to have those people. But here's the thing. They're not they, – you can't – you can't allow them to dictate the where we go. And yes, what they're saying is upsetting everybody and what they're doing is upsetting people. And I totally get it because we, there's no place in this country for any kind of hate in that form. There are people I hate out there, but that form of hate is not accepted. Well, it's, it's basically pushing the idea of genocide. A, yeah, a, a white nationalist state. And how? And look, in Boston, what are the two thousand people there? Well, there were probably more. No, like no. Well, I was, I was talking, I was talking about the, the counter. Now the counter protesters in Boston, I've seen numbers like about twenty thousand. Okay, I've seen numbers of, of about maybe a hundred people. Trying, yeah, like exactly. after after yeah, Charlottesville, it put into to contrast. Now I think people that would likely want to go and demonstrate for. Nazis and four con- like and, and wave flags. Now they're scared. Now they're like, oh yeah. crap! No, and it's a total keyboard trolling or, yeah. mentality. These people are very strong, and they talk a big game behind their keyboards. And when they get out there, there's there a minimal minority of people that are consumed with hate, and that's not going to uh, that's not going to fly here. That's not accepted. So. You know, so uh, it, yeah, it's a big deal, but at the same point, we just have to continue to drive the message of. So you know, you know that Twitter it. profile. Yes, you're a racist. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, well, the guys on 4chan doxed him. They actually found out who he was. He happens to be a Jewish guy, and so if yeah. you click on the link leading where they talk about him, you see all the Pepe, uh, guys. All the and they're all anonymous. <laughs> And they're spreading the most anti-Semitic hate oh, out yeah. there, but you can tell that they're they're, they're they're pussies as well, because they'll say they'll, they'll write something. Oh, be careful! Apparently, he has a gun. You know, yeah. that, that's implied. And then they'll just say reactionary things like, "Okay, so these are," and and he actually even calls them the anime Nazis for some reason. Like 4chan is completely obsessed with anime, and and yeah, okay. and, 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 and having waifus. Uh, that, that's something you can, you can look up. Uh, a waifu pillow. A waifu pillow. Like, like because re- really, when it comes down to it, they hate women because they can't successfully date. Women are well, and I think uh, get, getting on, on the ma- male dominance yeah. hierarchy enough yeah. to, for somebody to, to be interested in them is a non-possibility. It's a non-starter. So they yeah. I mean, adapt a, an identity behind a keyboard. Well, and, and look, and the people who protested at Charlottesville, and, and I'm not, look, what they did was very serious and it was disgusting. But again, you have a bunch of college students there. Probably average, the average age there was 22 to 25, I would say. And then you had some older racists and disgusting pigs. Yeah. But it's Friday night. You're, you're, you're out with tiki torches and polo shirts and that's, uh, that's what, what cargo they got. shorts. That's what they got going for them. That's their community. That's how they can identify and make themselves I mean, an entity for, and make people afraid of them. On a Friday you, night, Phil, back in your 20s, you were dressed as Abraham Lincoln fighting the good fight. I was fighting ladies. the good fight. For large, for, for, yeah, for, for, for large, uh, for pneumatic women. I think, is that the yeah. nice, nice term for it? 
I, I, you know, you were what? a patriot. I was a patriot, man. I was fighting for for my right to party, carpe diem. So, um, you you follow Rick Wilson on on Twitter, right? Yes, yes. There's yes. a very good thread because Rick Wilson is one of the conservatives. You know, when when I listen to us talk and the things we talk about, we actually talk sort of like conservatives, believe it or not. Because uh, okay, That's so, because so of our old old age. Yeah, you, because, you eventually yeah. turn into that. But okay, I, I got to read yeah. the, this this tweet out. Like, Part one, big fat straw man argument out there for if you restrict restrict Nazi speech, you're next. But I'm a First Amendment hardliner, and I want Nazis, KKKers, alt-rikers, and white supremacists to speak out all they want. I don't want the government to use to do a goddamn thing if they're under the incite if they're under the quote inciting violence level. I want society and the market to do its work by making them pariahs, unemployable, isolated, and terrified of being identified. And before you but Antifa me, this is because I'm an actual conservative. If Antifa wants to speak, short of violence, they can. That said, the panty wedding by clickservative man-babies over a bunch of teenage hippies is ludicrous. Freedom of speech and rule of law should be equally applied across the spectrum. Full stop. And that's really what I believe. Remember the first episode we were talking about uh, the Milo protest. What you do mm-hmm. is you let him talk. You let that fucker talk. You let him say whatever he wants. And what ha- what brought him down? Free speech. You let him talk. You let him say whatever he he said he has to say, and let basic general society see what you what you have here is people who are hidden. As soon as they 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 have their their rights as soon as you see the pictures you see their faces and you see that they're human beings and they need to have a plan for their future and this is not a good plan for them they speak they have their free free right i believe in the free market and the free market market says whether your ideas should sink or swim so if you supported trump and you all of a sudden you're quiet nowadays go ahead let us know you're here raise your hand Say how you supported him. How you supported him. Defend your idea, so everybody knows who you are, and let the consequences come as they may. Here's my feeling about this stuff: is I think it's gotten to the point in this country where, yes, freedom of speech is important. However, there are some things you can't do, like yell fire in a crowded crowd theater. Movies. You can't, uh, you know. I don't know if burning the flag is illegal or not. I don't think it is, but that should be illegal. And I think any kind of Nazi propaganda should be illegal. Yeah. That's not considered free speech. That's not considered free speech. That is a hate. That is that is to brew hate. That is to create hate. And I think it should but be we have, illegal. But we have laws. And, we and ha- I think some laws need to be updated. And I think that there should be, if you look at Germany, they can't have a Nazi flag. They can't have a Hitler statue. They can't do any of those things. We need some to do conservatives, the same exact Colin, thing Colin Kaepernick taking a knee was the, the equivalent of somebody waving a Nazi the, flag. So you have to define to to these. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, those people True. are stupid. True. Yes, yeah. they are. But Different. you need to, to clearly define. Can the well, Nazis... Can the Nazis march? Absolutely not. You say no. You, you, 
No, he's banned. Colin Kaepernick never killed anybody by taking a knee on a football field. Okay. Oh, These so you're saying people... that, that, that Charlottesville has changed the, the, the narrative. Oh, I didn't even think before Charlottesville. Uh-huh. I think if you were to come to me five years ago and say, is this considered free speech? I think I would have turned around and said, absolutely not. That's considered hate speech, and you shouldn't allow it ever. You know, I think that is that whole like if you have a Nazi flag or you uh, are talking about Hitler and, and you're praising him or you're protesting for genocide or you're protesting based on Hitler's beliefs and, you know, anti-Semitism, any of that stuff. So so let me go. ask you this. Can I hold a pro-communist rally? Um, yes, you can't. So what's the difference? I'll tell you why, because communism is uh, an ideology. Uh, Let me ask you a question. Can we hold an ISIS rally? Is that okay? Should we be able to do that? Oh, (laughs) that's a rough one. Can we hold an Al-Qaeda rally? I mean, is that okay? No. Like, there are certain groups that you should you should ban from and, and should be outlawed. You shouldn't be able to any anything that brings terror upon this country, you shouldn't be able to and it could be debated, but you cannot majority of this country will tell you, and you can see the majority based just off the march in Boston, that this speech is not tolerated. It needs to go. And we need to fix our laws to prevent people from having the power. If you want to go and do it in your garage with a bunch of losers and talk about it, you know what? More power to you. But you step outside that garage onto a public sidewalk and you say something, then you're going to go to jail. What do you think about Confederate monuments, Robert E. Lee statues? I think that in public, they shouldn't be around. I think the schools need to be changed if they're named after Stonewall Jackson or Robert E. Lee or any of those. They need to be changed. What do you think about putting them in a museum? If you want to have a statue... I think you could put them into a museum. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think people need to see what, you know, uh, the, uh, the country was. I think you have to know where you were, where you are, where you're headed at all times in this country. And you can learn a lot of lessons from that. That is absolutely okay. In public, every one of those statues needs to be taken down. Every one of the schools that are named after a Confederate general or someone who was a part of the Confederate War need to be wiped out. There's no glorification of a racist uh, a group of people that they. That's one of the reasons why the South hasn't evolved like everybody else yeah. since since the Civil War. It, it's it's evolving. Sorry, and you've lived and you've lived in places in the South as as a kid. Well, I lived in, I mean, I lived in Dallas, and that was totally different. It was, there was never any issues. Egalitarian. Yeah. Yeah, so it was never a problem. But, you know, you don't, if you get rid of all of that stuff, they're going to have to wake up and say, okay, well, our heroes are gone now. We have to figure something else out. You know, don't have something there that's constantly reminding them Hmm. that, oh, well, things were different. You know, life would be different. It, it, no? make, it makes me wonder. I wonder if there are any monuments to Genghis Khan or Alexander the Great. Because enough time has passed for no one really feeling the sting of the, the 
Mongol genocide on all of the known world. Well, and it's a different kind of focus. Here's the thing. If we talk about Genghis Khan, the people in that country aren't as well off as the people that are here in this country. The luxuries are completely different, right? So we have, we have all of the luxuries that they don't have. They're focusing on living life and making it to the next day or the next month yeah, or the next, hands you know, pr yeah, progressing. These people don't progress because they don't have to. They have all the luxuries that they can. They're fat and happy. Yeah. Take away their ideologies. Take away their hate rhetoric and let them kind of rebuild brand new uh, philosophy and take away what they hold dear to them. You have to. You have to. There's a big, huge mountain in Stone Mountain, Georgia Yeah, that is like a monument to Civil War and to the, um, the South. That needs to be taken down. It needs mm -hmm. to be wiped out. There's no reason why we should have those statues. Do you think it's because it's all. it's a semblance of, of racism in this country? Do you, it, think, do you think that's the main issue? Yeah. L let me let me let me put it this way: If the Lakers don't win a season, they don't hang a flag up, right? If yeah. they go thirteen, uh, they only have thirteen wins. You're not going to see them hold a flag up and keep that in the Staples Center, right? Yeah. So that's because why do you want to be remembered? Losers don't get participation season? trophies? No, they need to go, mm. all of it. Their participation trophy is the fact that they're still alive and they still got to be a part of this country. Yeah. That's my feeling on it. I mean, it, it just it get rid of all of those statues. And you know what? If Trump loves the statues, I said this on my Twitter the other day. If Trump loves the statues so much and he wants to keep it, buy them all, put them in the lobby of Trump Plaza. Or yeah. Trump Tower, see or how, all of your see how, That's that's yeah. free speech right there. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. See how that works out. See 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 if see if the people in New York are going to be okay with him putting a statue of Robert E. Lee in his Trump Towers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's, that's a great idea. Happen. Yeah, if you love him so much, make a museum. Take your money and build a Trump museum. Yeah. You know, you, no. You, you see, you not. see, I'm not so definite on the Confederate monument statue. I, I know. You, if you are a Nazi, you have no place here. But say no. that you're, you're Southern Heritage, whatever, right? That that's that's something that that you you feel it, it, it's like a, a bridge too far. You you have to stand with Nazis now. If if there's if you say that you're just like, hey man, I'm into Southern Heritage, right? I just like this is this is part of what I grew up with. All my, this is all I've I've known. But there's a guy with a, a swastika flag next to you. You get as far away from that guy as possible. You don't right. stand with them. No. So and here's the whatever other thing. good maybe people maybe that, maybe that Trump was trying, the fine people that Trump, that's the people he's, I guess he's trying to talk about. Yeah. And the majority of the South is not like that. It's a minority. Name, name some Southern rock bands. Uh, Leonard Just Skinner. Throw them out there. Leonard Skinner. Give me another one. Does Nickelback count? No, they're Canadian. No, they're not a band. <laughs> they're not a um, band. That's not music. <laughs> what, uh, uh, what about Born on the Bayou? What's that? Uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Okay, are they Southern? Yes, I want to say that. Okay. So this is the majority, right? If it was the minority, their songs would be a little bit different, right? Yeah. 
if the minority was the majority, the lyrics would be a little bit different in the songs. Yeah. Right? True. And so they've always been a minority. They know they're losing. This is a losing battle for them. They don't rebels. stand a right. chance. They're, they're, they're the rebels. They're the underdogs. But, you know, South will rise again. You know, I'm a rebel. I'm a wild boy. You know, yeah. uh, Dukes of Hazard, right? That whole thing with yeah. the con- Confederate. They're like a Confederate flag, right? On top of that uh, design yeah. on top it was of a, that. Yeah, no. And you know what? It was a little bit different in the 80s. I mean, race in the 80s and the 70s. I mean, you could go about, you know, the, the tolerance. All you have to do is look at um, the just the shows from that era and the racial views. I mean, even went further back. If you go to old um, uh, radio shows, like um, the Great Gildersleeve, if you listen to old radio. I mean, he had made that was, I mean, it was completely racist. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, things change and things evolve and people don't want to tolerate it anymore. And I think we're at the point, and it's a breaking point where we say enough is enough. You we're know, tired of this. I, 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 don't, I don't really take the, the guys who, uh, so I saw that Vice doc- documentary, and they're like little these 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 guys are just sad i just feel bad for them i don't really take them seriously i don't think they're going to carry out any kind of, of of genocide but what is scary is that the people who became nazis in germany they didn't start out that like that they weren't they weren't like oh yeah white nationalist state whatever they were told by their government that that's what they had to do and they became Nazis. They weren't like, hey, I want to sign up for that. They're like, okay, it's it. They start with just a, a little, a, a a little push in that direction. So I see your Jewish but, neighbor. Yeah, he let you down in the last World War. And yeah. you, you see, oh, I'm, I'm kind. We're kind of because there there is anti-Semitism anyways. Oh, the, right, but that, see, that the guy, train that, of thought now is is far beyond that. I think the people's yeah. thought process. You can't be convinced. No one can sit here and convince me to be a, a racist human being. It's just not in who I am. It's not what well, that, I believe. That's what we, we've lived in this, uh, in, in this brave new world, if you will. You know, a, a society post-Second World War where that's taught. Like, there's not, there's not like, like there were programs for, for years where, 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 where Jews were, were hunted, like, all over the world for a long-ass time, Right. We, we didn't grow up with that, and, and we, we're actually past that. You know, we, 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 we've come to, to this because they're, they're, the lessons were fresh. I mean, it was less than 100 years ago. Yeah. I mean, it, well, it, and here's the other thing. I had a long conversation the other day, and this is the reason why we're running into the problem we're running into now, is you're taking people that socioeconomically do not have the future and they glam onto each other, but you also have the educated people like the Stephen Millers and um, the other guy that got punched in the face. What's his name? Richard Spencer. And those are college-educated people. Stephen Miller and Richard Spencer are good friends. Yeah. Um, I think Richard Spencer was his advisor in college, mm-hmm. was Stephen Miller's advisor in college. Those people have figured out how to use the rhetoric and hate to take a base of uneducated people that are socio, socioeconomically not able to achieve what they want 
and maybe they had bad upbringings, maybe their family's broken, maybe they don't have the jobs that they want, the education's mm-hmm. out there. And it's everybody those else's fault. People, They're victims. Yeah. And Stephen Miller and those kind of people, Sebastian Gorka, all those people, are giving them voices and allowing them to to spew their hate because they're cultivating it, they're creating it, and so like, that yeah, I'm not going to go on the on, on the front lines. You can though, you know, you can. Here's yeah. your copy of the Turner Diaries. It's it, it's just the manipulation is really strong with that, and, and you're getting college educated people manipulating the South or the people who are wanting to be all right. So like leaving the rhetoric under the, the banner of free speech. And you know what, what really what it is, is that it's so disingenuous to call it free speech. That's really, what I'm really, saying. Really, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like get me in enough power so that I can suppress your free speech. That's what There's, Nazism is. Like yeah. you, have to, you, you should tolerate me because I, I identify as a Nazi. If I am in a power of posi- powerful position... I will make sure that I corral people and uh, white people on one side and genocide for other people. That is not your intention. It's like you're using free speech as a way to undermine other people's basic human rights. Right. So no, no you don't you don't get that. So I mean you're saying that you don't get that voice. I think it's dicey because that's when the government gets involved. Yeah, but here's the thing. The government gets involved in a lot of things, and some of the stuff is really okay. And that, when it comes to Nazis, and it comes to hate speech, and it comes becomes an issue like it did in Charlottesville, and there's a domestic terrorist attack, we shut it down. Bottom line. That's all there is to it. Compare All you have to do, every time you think that it's okay for free speech, think about, should ISIS be able to march here with an ISIS flag? promoting their hate and their rhetoric should al-qaeda do the same yeah, thing death, death to the infidels death to to, right. to, the, to the west would you be okay well here's the thing you would get you know <laughs> strangely enough i think you would get everybody who is a trump supporter to just murder them <laughs> <laughs> like, like right, but even before we get to that point, yeah. we, it should just be outlawed. Yeah, there, we need to update. Just like the whole, I mean. So, I so but how do you to, update? Is a, is a thing. So, what's your category? Well, okay. Nazis and ISIS, Al Qaeda. What else? Terrorism, domestic terrorism doesn't get free speech. Anytime there's a domestic terrorist attack or a terrorist attack on this soil or abroad, those people are not allowed to spew their hate. Nazis. What about Mexican flags? Terrorist, what? What about me- I have a point here. What about Mexican flags? Well, what about them? Are you like okay, so? So them, I'm saying like that no, no, no. I'm I'm saying that there was uh, the first actual uh, terrorist attack in 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 I believe in in modern history. It was about a hundred years ago when Pacho Villa and his men crossed across the por- the border into I believe it's Columbus, uh, New Mexico, and burned a village down. Okay. Then they went right back, and there was this outrage. This was around the turn of the century, like like uh, maybe around World War One. So, does that qualify as you can't carry American flag around? I'm saying that. Where's the line? Okay, wait. Say that again. No, wait. I, I, 
you're so me- so the so Mexicans went across the, the border and killed a bunch of people. I'm, I'm speaking for my people here. Pancho Villa Villa went across the border and burned down a a American village, and there was this outrage, right? Okay. So would so that was a terrorist attack. Okay. Okay, and and the purpose was because why? The purpose was to kill uh, Americans. Because why? Oh, I have to look at why? the details. Why? What was the purpose? I have yeah. to look, I have to look at the details. We're talking about, yeah, we're talking about, there's a difference between history and hate. Okay. And so, you know, and again, domestic terrorism. And I would say, you could even say, from this point forward, domestic terrorism or terrorism is not allowed to have free speech here in this country. If there was a group from this point currently, forward, or, or like from yeah. from like say say twenty years forward, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, that's kind of getting more granular. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: would I have a problem if Scientologists decided to march? No, I wouldn't. Would I have a problem if Scientologists? killed a bunch of people who weren't Scientologists and decided to march? Absolutely. Okay, I have an article here. When terrorists first attacked the U.S., a hundred years ago this month, a nation was blindsided by the first act of terrorism on U.S. soil at the hands of Mexican troops commanded by the revolutionary Pancho Villa. Mm-hmm. So you're saying... And I'm just... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm playing devil's advocate because yeah. based no, on... I, I, think you have, I think you have a, a good argument, but then when you get really granular... You know, you, you, yeah, you, think, you can go back in history and say, well, okay, well, I don't know. Does that count? So, no, I think when, it, when I think when we're talking about the history of this country, just like uh, like I said, there's no room for hate speech. Is there room for museums for these statues? If people want to go, more power to them. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between history and there's a difference between hate and doing it to rile people up. If there was a group that started that were the Pancho Villas that wanted to, you know, spout hate and and glorify <laughs> the burning of, of the houses and they wanted to achieve the same thing, then they go right into that same category. There's okay. no room for it. This There's no room called for the it. Pancho Villas. <laughs> <laughs> Walk around. With like uh, sombreros and like holsters, whatever they want to dress as, <laughs> they totally can. They can do whatever they want. The point being, if they if they rise up and there are people that are like, we need to do the same thing we did before, burn everybody out, mm-hmm. then I think the reality is they need to go. Okay. They need to go, and that's that's the end of the situation. I mean, you're not allowed to have this hate speech. Look. Why are you not allowed to yell fire in the movie theater? Because it, it could endanger people's lives. You are okay. compromising people's safety. Yes, and because it makes people feel what? Endangered. Unsafe. Yeah. Right, and unsafe. So do you feel that way that's, if there's that's, a parade? That's, that's, that's touchy because who, then, then who's going to say what is intolerant? Then we get into well, tr- trigger warnings, you create, right? So, here, here so your, your you Mexican create, flag triggered me, you know? If you create domestic terrorism, there's no room for your speech anymore. One if bad you, apple If you create domestic terrorism, okay. Yeah, so, so because it creates fear and panic. 
so, why are we allowed to have Nazis? So what if around? I what if I have uh, have a rally saying uh, Sandy Hook was a false flag operation? That's just stupidity. Okay. You're allowed to be stupid in this country. Okay. There's a lot of people out there that voted for Donald Trump that are stupid. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of stupidity in this country. Now, if you're supporting it and saying it needs to happen again, uh, into that category. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If you're advocating See, it, saying this is... I'm, I'm saying that the line is, 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 a, is a little blurry, you know? That you just... It's, it's very simple. If you commit a terrorist act and you're advocating something that was a, a domestic terrorism, it's not allowed here in this country. There's certain cool. things. There's a difference between free speech and hate speech, and hate speech needs to go. Mm -hmm. You can have an opinion. You can say so, so how you feel. Let, let, let's just take it back to Milo. Should Milo okay. be able to speak? Yes. Okay. I, I, I agree. Again, I there's agree a difference well. between you can yeah, protest. You can you can protest his his speech. Right. And yeah. And here's the other thing. People don't need to hire him. People don't need to bring him onto their campuses. People can ignore him completely. When you have a group of people who are sitting there and they're inciting violence and they're inciting hate and they're talking about a genocide, they're talking about how blood and blood and sand blood and soil under. Jews will not replace yeah. us. Yeah, gotta go. They're yeah. done. You know, that's how how it should be. Yeah, didn't so, Chris Cantwell? He was crying because the, there was a warrant out for his for his arrest. So he he's always he's going to be forever known as the crying Nazi. And I think that's a yeah. No, for, I, the for whole him. thing is just ridiculous. I mean, you know, look, if you want to march on old people and say they need to go, that's one thing. If you're marching about old people and saying they need to be uh, locked away and killed, that's another. You know, you have to define it. And, you, you know, we have smart enough lawmakers in this world to, or this United States to, 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 to lock it down. Yeah, you figure that, that the checks and balances. My whole thing is it's easy to denounce Nazis. That's like the easiest thing to do. And he really struggled with it. He of course. has put Rosie O'Donnell on more blasts than American Nazi and white nationalist movement. And... I, no, think, I think history is not going to uh, judge it very kindly. And I, I think people who are who have tacit complicity, who aren't saying anything, who aren't speaking out about it, you know, even people that, that I know voted for him who are like, I just don't want to talk politics. I don't think history is going to uh, treat you very kindly. I think you need to say no. something. Yeah, I no, think, absolutely. I, th I think you, you, need, you need to, if you have a voice, your voice should rise and say this is not right this is not normal this is not the direction this country needs to go in and damn it vote right chad yeah yeah i mean you got to register to vote you got to get people out there to register the democrats need a different message besides trump you know trump is uh, bad okay but why are you good <laughs> exactly exactly they you need know? to have a different message you have to appeal we're they've wasted so much time focusing on Trump when they need to reinvigorate their, their base and why we're different and why you need to vote this time. Yeah. I know they're, they're counting on people that are, are awake now to go out and vote, but that's not enough. We have to send a message 
this next time. And Trump needs to lose almost every possible state he can. And the, the Republican senators and congressmen need to be ousted. And they need we need to send a message. I think there's a certain we're done. Certain degree of people hoping that they don't have to act, that Mueller and the Russian investigation and Congress will take care of everything. And that might happen, but you can't count yeah, on no. Congress to do anything. No, no, not at all. And they haven't Moral. done anything, even with majorities. So, so you, yeah. you, you're, you were given this, this whole system we got going here and this country was set up with you have one thing. And I think that, you know, we grew up kind of like not appreciating it. And I think people in general don't appreciate it. But you have a weapon and it's your vote. Right. Okay. Now, we don't, we don't get to assassinate. We don't get to, to have coups or call for people for people's deaths. What yeah. we get now, here's, is an opportunity a few times that... a, a few times a year or, or, or a couple of years to actually make changes. Here's the one thing that I think you, if you're going to be devil's advocate and throw a wrench into the argument about free speech and hate speech, mm. what do you do with someone like Kathy Griffin who decides to post a picture of Donald Trump with his head cut off? Does she go to jail? Does she get fined? Nope. What happens at that point? Nope. She gets that... fired. She gets, well, she gets she doxxed. Own... She doxes herself. Right, but that's not a punishment through the government. So what's the difference between her hate speech and Nazi hate speech? Both of them are pretty much the same. Ah, so how do you... So, you, so, I mean, okay, I think, That's aren't, aren't you arguing on my side? <laughs> like, Kathy Griffin didn't do any jail time. Right, but, but if we're going to, like I said, I'm flipping the script on myself, but if we <laughs> yeah. are going to get to this point where these hate groups are gone, does she get a pass because she's not part of a hate group? Mm. Or does she go just like everybody else? Is she inciting violence? Yeah. That's the part where you have to really, maybe that goes to the court and the courts decide. Yeah. But, you know, at this point, we. So I, I say, even... okay, you, you can have Kathy Griffin. Okay, um, Trump supporters, you can have Kathy Griffin. Like, yeah, go ahead. She, she, she can go to jail. At the same time, prosecute these Nazis. Because mm -hmm. it, it's, basi mm -hmm. it's basically this, the, the not the same thing, same idea. Terrorism, yeah. terrorism, violence, death. Everybody that this guy was associated with, that, 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 that this mouth breather with the beady eyes, a 20-year-old kid who bought into the ideology and, 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 and let his impulses take over, carpe diem. <laughs> that, yeah. guy, that guy, you know, he, he serves the... the, the Everybody in that who was marching, their face on the camera, millennial Matt or any of those guys. Just yeah, now now they they, they wanted their their time in, in in the sunshine. You can have them. In fact, prosecute them, and prosecute Kathy. Okay. Go ahead. You can have her. Yeah, and if you guys have any thoughts that are listening, feel free to tweet us. Let us know. Because this is deep into the episode, and we might as well just say something off the wall to see if anybody's listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, man. That was good. Good convo. Okay, right, good man. convo, brother. I will talk to you later. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. Okay. Take care. Have a good night. The Wiretap is produced by Phil Romo and Chad Costello. Logo and artwork by Jasmine Michelle Designs. Recorded in Burbank, California.